New segment of the Fan Morning Show. Beck Tolls Breakdowns. Beck D, the table is yours, my man. Here we go, Doran. Pat, it's the Bechtel Breakdown for February 2nd. New month, second week of the segment. Here we go. Pitt basketball. Pat, you were there. I was there. We watched it. They came back down 12 to beat Wake Forest Wednesday. So now 4-6 and six in the ACC. Panthers host Notre Dame on Saturday. So Pitt won two games in the NCAA tournament last year. Broke off of a streak, finally making it back to the tourney. When was the last time Pitt made it to back-to-back NCAA tournaments and won a game in the tourney? 2008-2009? Close. 2007-2008. 2010-2011 under Jamie Dixon, Pitt went to the second round twice. What do we think of this Pitt team? Bob Carrington, Jalen Lowe starting to find a rhythm. Zach Austin back into the starting lineup. They're starting to find something. Jeff Capel got his 250th career win on Wednesday. I mean, when they get good guard play, which they need, I think they can compete and beat anybody. We saw it at Duke. Uh, they are not getting much inside presence. And I tell you what, Becky, I loved putting Will Jeffers at the five and playing mm. small. Yeah, That was a great coaching decision. He went in there, played hard, gave him a spark. Uh, it, it, it makes them challenging to defend on the other end in terms of their, their speed and athleticism. They're playing well right now. They're hitting their stride. Let's see if it's good enough to make a run. If Blake Henson plays well, he is the best player or one of the best players on the court night in and night out whenever they have a basketball game. And if he does play at a high level, they usually have a really good chance of winning the basketball game. So really, to me, they're getting good guard play. They don't have good inside play. Love the move, like Pat said, with Jeffress uh, at the five. But it really is going to go through how well, to me, it's going to go through how well Blake Henson plays and if he can figure out how to make his foul shots. If he makes his foul shots, they will be in and have a chance to win a portion of these games down the stretch to see if they can get into the tournament. It was demoralizing for Will Jeffress last year to see the look on his face at the tourney, ACC and NCAA, and him not being able to play and for him to rebound the way that he is this year. Really cool to see for the Erie product. So the Pirates... Spring training, it's coming up. We have something coming up with the Pirates a little bit later on as well. But can you name the most expensive contract on the Pirates roster this year? So, Aroldis Chapman signed a one-year deal for $10.5 million. I'll give you a hint. The player is not getting all of his money from the Pirates this year. Somebody that they acquired... And then I'll ask a follow-up question. Who do you think is the most expensive contract? It's not hmm. on the Pirates books, but the player making the most money out of anybody on the Pirates roster this year might surprise you. Hmm. Rowdy Telez. No, he only got like $5 million. Oh. Hmm. Oh, this is... Who do they... It's a little bit of trivia mixed in with the breakdown. I like it. Um... Oh, man. I know. He's a, a pitcher? Yes, they just acquired him right. not too long ago. Yeah, Start of the year. I had it on the tip of my tongue. Seattle. Give me the initials. M-G. Marco Gonzalez. Marco Gonzalez is getting over $12 million, $12.25 million, but Seattle's paying a large chunk of it. The Pirates are only on the books for like $5 million, if that. Brian Reynolds, $10.5 million, $10.25 for the Pirates this year. So he's third. He's third. But the Pirates are not paying out the whole entire deal. What do we think of the Bucks this year? 
76 wins last year. 84 got the Diamondbacks into the playoffs into the World Series. Over. Over? Like Over 76? Yes. I, I, I like that. I mean, there were eight games out of a wild card spot last year. To me, O'Neill Cruz makes up a portion of that, and Velasquez that was out makes up a portion of that as well. So I feel like they're close. I think that they're going to be pretty decent this year. Unless, I mean, I'm hoping that they're going to be good this year. Yeah. I think more than thinking. I got faith. I got faith, too. I I'm really excited. Do. I I'm like excited. the bullpen. I like the bullpen, too. I, You mentioned, I think, last week. They can, they can start that thing in the fifth inning. They've got plenty of arms back there. So starting pitching deficient, but they've got they've got a nice rotation. And we'll see how Let's Get Rowdy Telez does at first base. Doran. The 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Jeep Dodge. Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. South Hills, go ahead. Becky. The Pirates won their last World Series in 1979. It's been a while. The Steelers during the 2008 season and the Penguins in 2017. Funny thing about this is two rivals of the Pirates, one of the Pirates and one of the Penguins, won a championship the year after the Steelers. Not a rival, but a feel-good story at that in the NFC. Can you name the teams who won the championships after the Pirates, Steelers, and Penguins' last trophies? Start, Wash, the Pirates was 1980. Penguins was 2018. Steelers in 2009. Pat? Green Bay Packers in 2010, right? Well, that was the Steelers' Super Bowl the following year after this team won. This is 09. Golly. Wait, what's the question again? <laughs> so, in 1980, the Pirates won the World Series in 79. Who won the ne- who won the next World Series after that? A former divisional opponent. Oh, man. Oh. Mm, I don't know. Oreo- Orioles. Philadelphia. I was going to say Where Philly. Pat got it right with after the Penguins was the Washington Capitals. And that the, was Doran. The, oh, yeah. the Saints won it the after Saints. the Steelers did in 2009, beat Indianapolis. Yeah, remember Breeze's kid with yeah. the, uh, headphones? Yeah, the headphones? That's so, right. who do we think is going to be the next out of the three teams to win a championship in Pittsburgh? Oh. I'm going to go. I'm going Steelers. Here's why. I just don't think the Pirates, they don't, they're not financed to win a World Series the way that they, even remotely, I mean, they have to have, they have to catch lightning in a bottle. The Steelers, they won't have to go through as vast a rebuild as the Penguins. The Penguins are going to go down to, they may hit rock bottom yeah. in the next five years. Yeah. I, I, I'm leaning that way, but I will go the, the Pirates just with the Diamondbacks. I'm going to go the Pirates. If it's the Pirates, this city will explode. Explode. Oh, it would be akin. Explode. It would be akin to Detroit if the the Lions would have. Yes. Won same a, thing. I mean, it's the same level of. Although there's been other championships, it's the same level of thirst. So the NHL is in the midst of the All Star break during the one of the most boring weeks of the NFL season. Skills competition Saturday, the All Star game on Sunday. Does the NHL have a marketing problem? Should there be Sid and Ovi playing this week? Shouldn't we have McDavid versus Austin Matthews or an outdoor game? Should we have an NBA-NHL collaboration this week? Doran, you've touched on this a little bit earlier on this week. There should be something, right? No, they're doing a horrible job branding, and I thought they did a great job with their whole TNT broadcast, kind of trying to emulate the uh, NBA on TNT and having you know some of the stars up there on the 
uh, at the table talking on the pregame shows, but they just left it at that. They have the access to uh, they have the access to ESPN, and this is the week that they could take the big portion of that with the NFL being off, and they just you know they kind of let it ro- roll by them. So I think they're doing a terrible job of promoting their sport whenever there is only you know, a minimal set of eyes that really watch hockey consistently. They could have had the opportunity to really bolster their brand, and they uh, they missed that opportunity. Last one. We're only 13 days away from pitchers and catchers reporting to Bradenton for spring training. So we talked about it. The Pirates have added Aroldis Chapman, Marco Gonzalez, Martin Perez, and many more. The last time the Pirates won a playoff series was 1992. We touched on it last time, 1974. Steelers won the Super Bowl. It was the last time Bill Belichick was not a coach in the NFL. So what happened in 1992? The Penguins won their first Stanley Cup. The, how about this? The Steelers and Penguins have since combined for seven championships since the Pirates won their last playoff wow. series, not counting the wild card win. Barry Bonds signed the highest single-year contract in MLB history, $4.7 million with the Pirates. The NHL went on strike for the first time. The 25th Olympic Games were played in Barcelona, Spain, and the top five songs. End of the Road by Boys to Men. Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot. There we go. Jump by Crisscross. Save the Best for Last by Vanessa Williams. Baby, 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 TLC. Doran, you were four. I was negative nine. <laughs> in 94? We yeah. You were four. I was six. You were six. I can't yeah. do math. I was born in the 80s. I know. I mean, that's... No, 92. Time. 92. Oh, 92. Okay, 92. okay. 92. Yeah, yeah, you 94. were four. Yeah, I was four. I was three. Yes. You were negative nine? I was negative nine. I was born in 2001. Jeez, oh, man. Yeah. These 2000s babies, I can't get, wrap my head I around can't. that, man. I feel like we were just in middle school, Pat. Like? Like in the 2000s. We, well, we were. Yeah, and then, I mean, like, I just can't I can't believe that, like, Bechtold was born when I was in eighth grade. A young Bechty. Where were young you born? Young Bechty. Ah, uh, West Penn. Well, not, not where. You're Pittsburgh, <laughs> Pittsburgh, right? yes. What, that's what, that's what, exactly what, where I was born, what, if you want to know, at the uh, hospital. Uh, what, what room number? <laughs> <laughs> that I don't know. What, uh, what was your nurse's name? What high school did you go to? Baldwin. Oh, you're a Baldwin guy. Yes, sir. Love it. The Baldwin proud. Jason Pinkston. Yes. That's it. Wansteads. Fighting Wansteads, too. Baldwin. That was fun. That was it. He's great the at it. It was good job. in the background. I like the good music job, choice. Good job, Becky. Good job. Coming up next, uh, David Carr had a, a breakdown of his top 15 offensive players in the NFL. I want to get Pat and Becky's thoughts on that and if that list does jive with, uh, with what they're thinking and who are the best players on offense in the NFL First fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. Check out special financing for qualified buyers on the new Silverado 1500 trucks. Today, high of 44 degrees in cloudy skies with a low of 32. Tomorrow, sunny skies and a high of 45.